computer system for looking at colleges, organizing their research, organizing what schools they're interested in. Um, it's a continuous flow of information. Um, when they're freshmen, and I haven't been speech class, so I did all most of yours um, earlier this semester, I bring them in and I have them look up a college and find me the PSAT, I mean the SAT, the ACT, the GPA, all the requirements to get in. And it's really a long process to really get deep down into, because they're sort of hiding it, they're embedding it in their system. Naviance would take about 10 seconds. Okay. So it's a lot of quick research. Um, and the way to get into Naviance is you're going to go to our webpage. You're going to need this a lot, both of you this year. Um, or next year when they're seniors. You're going to go to our webpage and you go over to Quick Links, scroll down the Naviance, and then you'll be popped up right into my system. And then this funny code that you just wrote down, you'll see that it's, you put that in on the right side. And then after that, you can get rid of the code because it's going to make it your email and whatever password you like. Like I always have the same password for everything if I can. Um, Adrian Hill could hack anything I've ever done because she knows my password. So once you get in the system, you don't need this code. It's real easy out of the way. There's this thing on there also called scattergrams, and it's a, a chart with SAT scores and GPAs, and it will show you, if you, if you tap school XYZ, it'll show you everybody in our school that has applied there in the last six years, if they got in, if they were deferred, if they were denied, um, that process and, and um, your students information now the freshmen don't have all the information yet because they don't have a GPA so in the future you can see that they're a red circle and the red circle moves along the scattergram and you can tell like if they're down here and all these people got in probably not going to get in or if they're in here a good chance or if they're up there scholarships it sounds confusing at this point, but it is so neat and so informative. You can find um, what's required for admissions, you can find financial aid, you can find majors, student life, all on one little bar that you just click across. So, and then you can go to the school website real easily too. So Naviance is a system for you two that you guys will be probably looking at a lot. The boys and your daughter will start inserting stuff when we have the junior meeting on schools that they're interested in and schools that they want to look at and stuff like that and the list starts developing and we change that list we add to it we subtract it mostly during their junior year all your students have access to this now they all have logged on they've all played with it they've all seen the scattergrams and they've all gone oh cool and when they're juniors and I say Naviance they're gonna act like they've never heard of it before they forget it because it's not important to them at this time, but it will be important to your juniors. So that's just that system. It's a hidden gem that when people find it, they love it. So the kids enter the stuff. Will you just kind of get to look? You can enter schools okay. and, and stuff. Like if you say, I don't really want this, my child to do this, and I see it'll say parent put it in. Like you'll know when the student does it, student does it, counselor does it, parent does it. Okay. It says who put it in. And then if I see that a parent's done something, then I know, okay, this one's something we have to do. I mean, like when you have the student that refuses to apply to UGA, they're like, I'm not gonna apply to UGA. And they have the ability to get in, and the parents are like, you are gonna apply to UGA because it's an in-state school and I want you to have that option. I need to know that. And when I see that a parent's done it, I know what's going on usually. So, 
Any more questions about Naviance? Is it, are you saying Naviance? Mm -hmm. Okay. Got it. No, with an A or an O. Okay, so. N-A-N. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Good job. Um, okay. Now, transcripts. I'm going to hold this and let you look at it while I talk about it. This is a college transcript, or a high school transcript that goes to the colleges. So your, the boys, well, yours will have two schools on it, their first school and then Deerfield, okay? This one is completely done as a senior. When he started applying as a junior, all there was was their freshman year, their sophomore year, and their junior year with a cumulative GPA down here. That is the GPA that students apply to college with. Okay, so it's not the senior year so much. The only thing that's on here initially is those three and then the schedule for the senior year. So when they start registering for their senior year, they can't slack off. They can't say, oh, the colleges don't care. They do care and they see if they've stayed on the same course or if they've slacked off because this list of classes will go to every college. After Christmas, you know they get another set of grades during that time, then those grades go on here but that GPA doesn't change. The schools still see that. Hey, come in. So do they see the senior GPA? The eventually. Whole, okay. Eventually. I always have to send midterm transcripts for people that were admitted early and then end of the year transcripts. But would they? Kick them out? Yeah. Yes. It's never happened. I've but, never had somebody drop that low during their senior year, but yes, it could. And what about the classes they took? Could that hurt them? Like if they just decided to be, you know, not? According to how, what level of school it is, yeah. you know. Okay. If it's a school that's wanting those AP, you know, advanced classes and stuff like that, and they see that they've slacked off, I don't know if they kick them out or what. They may, what they do is they may not even accept them at that point because they could be like, well, look, they did, you know, all this and all this and all this, and then down here they're taking four PEs. You know, and they're like, oh, oh, kids turn lazy, we don't want him, we'll right. take somebody else. Right. And so, so they can see that. But um, usually what schools do, I can got to move over here because I can't include you. That's okay. Um, you you say, okay. Um, you're not going to disrupt. What schools usually do is they will um, look at our GPA but they don't really use it because if you think about it there's 4.0 scales there's 5.0 scales we are a 4.0 scale then there's another scales that start with 12 and so they have to really what they do is they rip all of this apart and add it back in and give it the credit they want to give it give honors classes the credits they give it and that way they're trying to put everybody on an even scale it's sort of like AP classes they are um, we but, give but we're really not on an even scale why? Because our school is harder. Right, right, right. But that's, the colleges can't do that. Now, the colleges get what's called a school profile, and that tells them the level of quality that we have. If, you, if you're applying to Georgia, Georgia Admissions knows Deerfield, and they know this is success of our students at their school, so they know that difference. If we're applying to school XYZ that we don't send 20 applications, 30 applications a year to, then it's up to me to express that in a letter and let them know, you know, the level of our school or the level the student has risen to. So you're right um, in the sense that our school is harder and our students work a lot more, but that does ultimately come out. Like if they take AP English, 
you know, all through. Well, uh-huh. I mean, I know they don't. All the APs are offered, right. 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 Does that help them in bypassing English 101? It can. It can. But they take, at the end of that, they take an AP test. And if they score three or higher, it's uh-huh. through a five-point system. If they score three or higher, then they can get, um, some schools will let them exempt 101 okay. and stuff like that. Some schools don't let them exempt. All schools do things differently. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you put, yes, possibly you could. One to take that, like a lot of our kids take U.S. His, AP U.S. History, and they exempt some histories. I mean, could they be louder? <laughs> Revved up. So anyway, that's sort of how they look at this. Okay, this is. I mean, this is one of the most important things. And the average is done on year. Isn't that what you told me? The average is done every year. We okay. we it's not a semester grade. No, okay. we recum. They're added in eventually, but it's only done every May. Okay. So at the end of your freshman year, you guys will see their first number right there, and that'll be all their grades averaged together to make one the first GPA. You guys will have all three years together to make one GPA at the bottom, okay? So, but that does only happen once a year. So what, I mean, Preston making a B in history the first semester, we, if we make the A high enough. They'll the average second. together. Okay. So, so we'll get our four points, not our three points. Yeah, ultimately this is the year. This year is the one that has okay. the points. Okay. What she's talking about is it's I'm sort of upside down without glasses. Okay. She's talking about the first semester, the second semester, and they're averaged into together to come up with that number. Volunteer hours. Volunteer hours are um, fifty five hours to graduate from Deerfield. And um, sort of the Schools that have a larger number of students, the larger schools, volunteer hours are not, they don't care too much on how many you have of those. Georgia, Georgia Tech, Florida, um, big schools, you know, they're just pushing numbers really You at, in the beginning. They're pushing these numbers, GPA, SAT, ACT, and number of AP classes. Smaller schools, more um, liberal arts and sometimes mostly private, but there are some public schools Volunteer hours are huge, and they want to see those, and they want to see that the student has stepped outside their box and done some volunteer hours. So you sort of got to, you know, as freshmen, you're sort of weighing how much effort do we put into that, you know. Um, To me, it should come, if they're volunteer people or they find a place to volunteer, it's sort of a natural flow. They're going to be that person. You can't make them that person. And then you... It, it all starts flowing together. You can't make them be somebody they're not or do something they don't really want to do just so it looks good on paper for college because then you're trying to get in the wrong college. You're trying to find something that's not a fit for them. You're cramming a, what is it, a circle into a square hole. It just doesn't fit. You want the student to find what they like, whether it's dedication to sports or dedication to a volunteer area or dedication to a church or something like that. Let their natural instincts come out and then try to shape those. Does that make sense? I have a dumb question. No, it's not dumb. Well, like Sunday evening with our neighbors. Right. They're going to do that next week mm-hmm. for you. So is it volunteer hours strictly on how many, t- I mean, how long you were there? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so they're there from like <clears throat> 2 to 6, I believe. Oh, I don't know. Are they? 
Yeah, yeah next week they are. Okay. Yeah. Because they're cooking. Oh, they're actually cooking. So it could be four or five hours. Okay. Four or five hours. I don't know the end time because then they come back to the church and yeah. do right. Super Bowl. But, um, so Tala did hers only the summer. Uh-huh. Monday, right? She's mm-hmm. done that. Right? She just, each year she didn't have to keep doing it. If she's made 55, then she's good for credit. But um, if she makes has more than 55, we'll surely want to put those on her transcript. So she needs to keep turning them in. I don't do those, so I don't really know what she has or doesn't have. Um, our SAT scores and ACT scores are no longer on our transcript as of two weeks ago. So if you talk to somebody and they're like, yes, they are, you now know they officially are not on our transcripts anymore. Um, I felt like we were sending out information that all colleges didn't need to know. So I cut those off. That is about the transcript and what the first initial thing colleges see. Anybody have any questions on that? Y'all want to look at it? Anybody? I have one question. Um, How important are the AP classes? Again, it's according which school that they're looking at. AP classes, and usually you can go online and find the number of AP classes a school will give you an average that they like. Um, Can you throw a school at me and I can tell you? Sure. Georgia, you're going to be about five or six. AP classes. So, so if they're not in them now, then it's almost too late because next year. They can take up to four next year, but it's that's rough. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But Georgia is um, okay. We're going to talk about Georgia because yes. everybody wants to know about Georgia. But don't y'all go out and say all she wants insane. to help is Georgia people. Because if that's what people think, it's not we true. Help it that we live in a state that it basically has two Ivies. Very I mean, close. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So, Georgia, you're looking at, by the time your freshmen are there, it's going to be a 4.0-ish or higher, um, five to six APs, probably more to the six at that time. And. Um, Yes, yes and an incredible GP, or SAT, ACT, and I won't give you a number for that because it'll change a lot, but it's got to be but top notch. The, did they not change how they're scoring SAT not too long ago? They did. Yeah. So. Yeah. What yeah. is a good SAT? I mean, I don't, I can't, I don't, don't know, know that, that anymore because they've they changed, changed from it. a 2400 to a 1600, like the they whole scale. The That's what we were, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The whole scale's been changed, and so colleges have not started giving me target SATs. Now, the ACT, you're looking probably at a 28 as a low and 29.30. So you need about a 30? Those of us that are interested in like a I thought that was the highest score that get ACT. ACT. <laughs> How can I get that arranged? I have had, it, it's not going to happen here because nobody wants to do it when it can be offered. Um, it's, I've tried, and it's like frustrated on trying anymore. <laughs> if I found somebody who could use a classroom on a weekend day. I would imagine so. But um, there's also online through College Board, the reason that a lot of their change came from a guy named Khan, Khan Academy. I was going to ask, is, has, that, is it's that helpful? It's fabulous. Okay. It is fabulous. I joined and it, but I joined it too, but it. I don't. On, through the college board system, and he but he developed the new SAT. I had a junior, there, McKenzie, somebody, who was a 
just happens for Southern AV government, and she was saying that it was a really good tool for that. Yeah. They had a, I, wanted to know I mean, this sure. is off topic, but not too long ago, and I made my seventh grader, I have a seventh grader too, I made my seventh grader do this. He, they had computer coding on there, and I made him do the, it was offered for free. Right. And I made him, like, take the sit down and do the, the course. The course. And then it was just by coincidence, the following week, here, I can't even remember what class it was in, started learning computer coding. Uh -huh. And he said what he had done on Khan Academy was so much harder than what they did here. Yeah. He's like, he breezed through whatever they were doing here because he had already done the... Well, and explanations on Khan Academy are a lot like a classroom. They, it, it delivers it to you. It um, provides, you, you know, it figures out what you're doing wrong and helps you learn it. Um, our students seem to think they don't need to study for the SAT and ACT, that everything they've uh -huh. learned has come through school. Uh -huh. And they have had the knowledge. It's been given to them. But you think about their math class that they were in first semester freshman it's not, year. It's not just that. It's, it's just it's gone. You're sitting down to a test that we don't do four-hour tests here. It's a, skill. it's a skill level to learn how to take a test like that. To learn how to take it and to focus and all of that. Right. But, and, but that's part of it. The learning what you don't know, the PSAT will tell, I mean, it. the PSAT they took this year is the SAT that they'll take from now on. Okay, so those... Was it four hours long, too, like that? It was like three. Yeah. yeah. There was no writing. That's what they were missing. But no, they sat in there from about 8.15 to 11-something. Okay. And they do that three times. But um, so you, we can take that SAT and the information if you got online and was able to get through, maybe hopefully soon, take that information and see what they know and what they don't know and what they need to improve on. And then I would connect that with Khan Academy and dig that way. Uh huh. Well, and that's actually the Khan Academy that I looked was at a math thing. And it was, <laughs> I'm not good at math. And, you know, it's obviously been a long time since I've been in it. The instruction and the way they talked about it and everything, Dina, my eighth grader, will log on when she doesn't understand math at home. Something that she'll log on to Khan Academy and use it now just in her studies. It's spelled K H A N. K A H N. Yes. But it's a fabulous tool. It's out there for everybody for free because there's so many students that couldn't afford a so class or couldn't. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's top notch. Um, while we're talking about SAT and ACT, you can t your student can test any time they would like. Any time that you would like them to start testing, they can. However, I highly recommend you wait until, like where you two are now, this time in their junior year, January, February, March of their junior year. If you want them to test before that, I encourage you not to choose the December test. That, that just baffles me because they are sick of studying. They're in the, getting ready for Christmas, and they're in the middle of finals. And then the parents are like, and you're going to go test for four hours on Saturday. So that's one month I'd rather you not test December of their junior year. I'd rather you start January, February, March, April. You go through May and June. They take July and August off. So you guys can start testing them. I like one ACT and one SAT because then we can compare the two and see which test they do better on. A lot of times it can be like this, with one really outweighing the other. Um, they're two totally different tests, and the way they're formatted 
some students think better one way and some students think better the other way. And we don't know that until they've taken both. And then take a third one on whichever one they did the best on. Then go from there. Now, I do have students that test one time and um, they're done. They're, they refuse to test again. That's their choice and the parent's choice. Um, and I have students that test 10 times. How much does so, it cost? I don't know. I think it's around 80, 60, 80, somewhere around there. So, I mean, it does cost a lot. But, um, yeah, I mean, and, and some students say, I mean, they're, I mean, in according what your goals are sometimes, you know, and what reality. Well, about whining about giving up their Saturday. Yeah, you I know, was the person that did that too. So. If reality has it that they need a certain score and they haven't reached that score, they keep trying. Or if reality has it that they're, you know, going to not go anywhere for college and stay at Darton and stuff like that, then they don't need to test and test and spend money. You know, sort of reality has to come into play here on what is going to happen in their future. You know, we had um, Stephen Fang. He wanted all kinds of schools and wanted a perfect score. And he kept testing, testing, testing until he got it. But he got it, you know, <laughs> and he did use um, Khan Academy to help him on the parts. He would analyze his testing on what, um, where he was wrong, and he'd get rid of everything else, and then he'd focus on that, and he kept improving, improving, improving. So it was pretty cool to watch him actually get better. So if you, if you test better on the ACT versus the SAT, you can just submit that that mm -hmm. score to mm -hmm. that's why I took him off the transcript okay. because if there was a score that we liked better and we didn't I mean there's no reason for the colleges to see Are all those scores that only take one or the other though no Okay. Every college takes okay. either, either test. Okay. They are neck and neck for what college is like. Now you're going to hear that the southern schools like SAT. That is not true. It's just been here longer. It's like the old southern tradition. You know, I, I, but ACT, SAT are totally even, totally accepted by any school. If your student tests better on one than the other, do it. If they like one better than the other and they test about even, let them take the test they like better. It's all, it's a mind game, you know. They got to go in feeling confident as they can. Any questions about that? Oh, let me tell you how you could log on to testing. Um, it's real easy. <laughs> okay, number one, you can go to Naviance, and it's, it's right there on the left side. And you can click it, and it takes you into ACT website or SAT website. But you do apply online. If you don't go through Naviance, just Google it. SAT test dates, and it'll pop right up. Um, and then... It's a very clear process on how you sign up for it at that point. Very easy. The thing I want you to do is read the criteria of their names. And we were talking about this with someone else in here earlier. The name has to match, I believe, their driver's license. So then they come in with a ticket, paper ticket, and it has their name and has a picture of them. And then they have to match it to the driver's license and then they let them go in. If it's not a match, they can't go in, okay? So please, when you're doing signing them up for either of these, slow down and make sure the names are going to match. Read the criteria. that they, I've done it several times for students that just can't figure it out and don't have parents to you know, help them figure it out. But um, it's not hard. It's picky, okay? So you two will be doing this very soon, if not already. And... Um, you just need to make sure that it'll all match so then on test day there's not a problem because that freaks the student out. Okay, any questions about testing, signing up for testing, when to test? Freshman, that's down the road, but 
it'll be here fast. I teach these kids speech first semester, freshman year. The next thing I know, they're my juniors turning in brag sheets. It's, it's crazy. Turning in what? Brag, brag sheets. sheets. You don't have to worry about brag sheet yet. So, um, but that's just when the college process really gets going. <sighs> in the future, you guys will have what's called College Visits Day. You guys have them now. You can go to a school and visit, skip, leave school, skip school, whatever, and it's a, an excused absence. I cannot recommend more that you get these children on campuses when there's not a football game. Um, yeah, and I'm talking Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. We know college campuses are dead on Friday. There's nothing to see on Saturday or Sunday, and there's not one high school student that wants to go to a ghost town type campus. You take the days in the you know in the week that it's hard with work, it's hard with all that. But if you can try to go ahead and take them a day off of school, they you know get their work, they get to make it up, they don't miss you know there's no punishment. They get two your junior year and you get two your senior year. However, if you don't use the junior year, they don't roll over into the senior year. So, because, I mean, we don't want them gone four days. So, that, those are important days. I understand they're hard days to take, but um, I'm an advocate for them because I was going to one college and thought I loved it and knew I was going to love it and everything. And my dad was like, well, let's go visit. I was a swimmer and I was going to swim there. And I was like, I don't want to visit. He's like, let's go. I hated the place. <laughs> I mean, it took me 10 minutes, and it will take your student 10 minutes, and you will get aggravated that they haven't given it enough time to love it or hate it. <laughs> but just take a deep breath and say, okay, but we're going to continue and let you see the rest of it. But I almost would bet money on the fact that they will still have the very same opinion that they got 10 minutes after they were there, three hours later. They'll still love it or hate it. So, But also, in my experience, I've noticed they think I want big school I want big school they don't understand big school they consider Deerfield a small school well a small college has five to six hundred in a class where they have 60 to 70 so in their mind they're thinking Deerfield small um, I've had several students think they want to go big 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 and then they have a parent that makes them visit a small and often they switch so seeing a big school and a small school or a medium school, schools in the state of Georgia. If you're going to stay in the state of Georgia, great. Use Hope, use Zell Miller, but tour the schools. Let them look at them, okay, if you get the time. And, and conven you freshmen, y'all are like, what do I call it, convenient looking. If you're in Atlanta and you're, you know, somewhat near Kennesaw, go look at it. They'll love it or hate it in 10 minutes. Kennesaw's that school that you're like, yes, this place is awesome or no way. So go visit it. Um, Georgia State, I've had several people go to Georgia State recently and they're falling in love with Georgia State because it's changing. If they think they're a tech fan, go to tech. Go to Georgia College in Milledgeville. That's a hidden gem that nobody thinks about. We're starting to think about it. It's a pretty cool place. And then you can, you know, go on up to Georgia. Gotta get them on these campuses. Um, as I was saying that, something now, popped in my head. About um, looking at the schools and it would show an ad what they like to get into those schools. Oh, Naviance. Uh -huh. uh -huh. Okay, I was making sure. Yeah, it's just right there. It's in a little box to the right. You can click on admissions and it'll say low, the lowest part of the SAT they like, the mid. And okay. It just breaks it and down. And then the way we get there is on the Deerfield site on the far right, like we get a net classroom. Right, it's right there. It's right above okay. it. 
and then we're putting in this for our password until we change it. Exactly. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Um, <laughs> yes. Has the school ever thought about combining and saying this week for these three days they can go look at colleges at the same time? Because I know they're not getting but if you miss two lectures in an AP class, it's hard. It is very, I mean, you can you know, lose your A quickly. Um, and, you know, if you want to go to Ole Miss on a Tuesday, can't do that. Right, right. Um, and that's some of those things, you, then you, you know, you try to go on Monday and, you know, go Sunday and be there on Monday. But, you know, you don't want to go to Ole Miss on a Friday. No, you so don't. students but are checking out. Go. You know, so, mm -hmm. but no, there's no discussion. Cause some schools mm -mm. do that. They do do that. And, um, our school offering stuff like that can be used by you, utilized by you, and maybe 20% of the other class, but then we've got 80% of the classes staying home and, you know, watching TV. Or, I mean, even my meetings last night were very slim, and, you know, I'll go to church Sunday, and they'll be like, you need to have a meeting, you know, but you don't come. So I would hesitate to do that, even down to um, the juniors that I took to Atlanta this past year. They moved it to a Saturday. They didn't want to go on a Saturday, you know. It was, um, I would hesitate to do that. I think some people would utilize it, but I also think the same people will figure out a way to go when it works. So, yeah, so right now, no. Okay. The answer is no. Um, Just be one more break for the. Yeah. For some. Mm hmm. For a lot of some. Yeah. What's the, yeah. um, what's the, um, process if they wanted to go somewhere for just a semester to get their grades up if they couldn't get into Georgia or well you have to have 30 hours to transfer 30 hours so that's transfer. a full yeah. um, year oh, of yes. study and so okay. it's not one semester okay. and then you can go the students that do that through Darton here um, which will soon be ASU but they go they sometimes start some classes in this here at school and they take what's called move on when ready which is you can take a class online through Darton. You start adding up hours. They are actually Darton students before they even graduate. They're starting summer classes before our graduation. I always think that's interesting. They take like 10, 15 hours then. They'll take 10, 15 hours in the fall. So they're cramming in a whole year almost before January. So and then there's, then there's an A term. There is now, I don't know if it'll stay that, there's an A term where if they missed an hour or two or had to drop a class or something, you can cram one more thing in before the transfer deadline at Georgia or Georgia Tech. But you have, that's 30 hours. So it's doable and it's been done a lot. There's just a process you have to take. And I think the misconception is it's a, a semester and you can sw switch, but it's, it's not. It's summer fall. It's like a summer fall thing and they just... It's intense, but I mean, really, it's best if they can start before the summer. Is it better to do something like that um, than to just do a year at another school? And they have it up near you. It's that it used to be um, Truett, but they call it it's North Georgia now. I don't know. There's so many mergers anymore. I don't know. It's on. It's in Watkinsville, but it used to be Truett. Um. And now it's, they've merged with another school. It's called North Georgia, is that what it is? And so they have a, they call it like a fast track into Georgia. 
Mm-hmm. So it's the same thing. And that boys I know can like rush at Georgia if you're in that school. I don't think girls in that school. In that really? I don't think it's interesting. Really? Because I've heard some of play. Charlie Ellis couldn't rush. Well, he's at UNG. That's the yeah, one you're talking that's the about. That's one I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. Is that yeah. about you? He couldn't rush. Oh, really? I don't really know where I am. That's why I was so confused. <laughs> it's, it's I know it takes two hours to get here. No, it's, it's in Oconee County. I don't know where I am. It's, it's next to Athens. It's yeah. right there. It's UNG. Right. It's UNG. But yeah. it used to be Tripp McConnell when I was growing up. Okay. That's what it was when I was growing up. But you can live in Athens. Yes, right. you can live in yeah. Athens mm-hmm. and go to school there. Right. And, right there. Um, they have a, cor- a curriculum or a course. They've got it set up so you can do the... <clears throat> and if you make a certain grade, then you, you get can to transfer go to... immediately into. Okay. It's like a Georgia fast track thing. That's not the official word for it, but yeah. Y'all want to know the history behind that? The kids that stay at home and do dart and do better than that. I really mm-hmm. just just because you're cold home. hard facts. Mm-hmm. The ones that stay home and do dart and and focus or on it. College for me. Or Georgia College, maybe yeah. So then, um, uh, you're not well, right, you're Margaret not playing in your phone. That's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah. So um, that is an option. I'll send my child to you, Margaret. But I mean, run a little dorm. <laughs> Georgia's not the end-all school, though. You know, there's so many other schools. There's, so, I mean, if you have the GPA to almost get into Georgia, you can go to Southern on heavy scholarship. And Southern's not the same. Now, I didn't live down here, so I didn't know Southern as the school that it was when all of we, you didn't yeah. either. But it is has so many opportunities for students, it's unbelievable. The Stratford kids went there this year. It's unbelievable. And then uh, Mercer, if you have the scholarship, the grades and stuff to almost get in Georgia, you get great scholarship at Mercer. That school's awesome. That school provides opportunities and finds a student and says, look, you would be really good at this. Um, Is it really a waste of time? It's private. Yeah. But the scholarship money will make up for the difference in tuition? Probably not 100%, but uh-huh. a lot. Okay. It's, I mean, you got to think, Does, you know, do you want to break up the, their college years and have them? I mean, if some, some kids are diehard, and Charlie Ellis is at one of them, and he tried hard to fall in love with another school. He tried hard to fall in love with he, Ole Miss. He, he, did, he, did he tried hard to fall in love with Alabama, but it just wasn't going to happen. He's a Georgia boy. He wants to go to UGA, and um, so he's doing the North Georgia track. But um, it's not the end-all school. You know, there's so many other places to go. There's so many, And if you, if you do have the funds and you've looked at Mercer, that means you can look at any private school anywhere. I'm, I don't know where my children will go, but if they want to go to... I mean, Carson talks about New York City. If she wants to go to NYU and she can get in, I'm for it, you know? Whereas that's, the, you know, our mentality is I want them to go experience. College is a time to go somewhere, do something, change the path, if you want to, if you want to. Well, what about, for instance, Auburn? I mean, is that just really a dead-end street for, I mean, I'm not going to spend that kind of money. Auburn can give some pretty good scholarships at times, but um, <clears throat> it would be, it's, 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 you've got to be really good, you know, really high. And they like SAT and ACT. They actually like ACT a lot, yeah. and they have cutoffs where they give, you know, in-state tuition and stuff like that. We have a lot of kids go to Auburn. They do give in-state? If you have the right scores. Oh, really? Really? Mm-hmm. Did not know that. It's just a scholarship. I just say, it's just a dead end. No, it's, I mean, it's a scholarship. 
It, I mean, it'd be like if they were an in-state student there, you would, you know, be getting more, uh-huh. in, you know. But I will tell you Florida that your friends that do that in state Georgia, I heard that they, they um, were in trouble getting the uh, living in state. Florida. Florida. Florida State, you know. Florida State, FSU. Um, I have not heard that. That doesn't mean it's not true. I haven't heard that. I will hesitate with Florida State. They are so big on um, test scores that you can be a rocket scientist on your GPA, but if you don't have the right test score, you're not going there. That's the thing I really know about Florida State. It's interesting to me, the students they turn down because of 10 points on an SAT. Um, I had an issue with that one time, and I finally asked them, like, what's up? And they told me. Um, I have not heard anything. Um, the Micuses are big. Do you know the Micuses? They're here in town. They're, they sent three boys to Florida State. I don't think there was some. Yeah, I don't know. That may be something. You can go on Naviance and you know, look through there. And find out, but I know. Yeah, it's not just off the top. Just off the top of my head, it's not. You know, they don't advertise it or anything. They're not saying, "Hey, we'll take you to Georgia students." Oh, oh, the theory about Ole Miss. If you go to a private school in Georgia, Ole Miss will give you in-state. Have y'all heard that? For a year, but you have to be in the right curriculum. It's not true. Not even in the right curriculum. Well, Chuck Lagan told me that. Well, they're doing common, what is that called? Um, Tell me about the skin. Chuck Lagan's starting the Raymer. No, this room has been around for every year I've been here, that if you go to a private school in Georgia, you can go to Ole Miss for in-state tuition. Oh, no, he didn't say that. That is not. Okay, you're talking about. He said. this, This, I can't stand this thing. This is a program, and it's not coming to me. It's called Common Commonwealth Program or something like that. And the story is, is if you have a major that you're going to go yeah, into. That you can't find anywhere else. That Georgia does not uh, offer. The, the system of Georgia does not offer anywhere in the state. Mm-hmm. You can go exchange your in-state here for an in-state there. The second your child says, huh, I don't really want to do this, you go back to regular. Really? Got a that yeah. Now I will tell you who. Their state is less. I'll tell you who really knows is um, Paige Hawk. No, Jennifer Hawk. What's her name? Stephanie. Stephanie. Hawk. Thank you. <laughs> Stephanie Hawk sent Paige to Auburn on that, mm-hmm. but Paige. And then it was clear that's what Paige was going to do. Oh, it was Auburn like has that, offers that too. All the schools oh, offer oh, it. Well, I didn't know that. But she paid all the way through. I mean, she yeah. stayed in it all the way through. But it was an obvious major. I think it'd be a mistake to send your child on that if it's not something you want to do. Let's be really clear. She's not doing that. Whatever that was, that's not what she's doing for a living. Do you have to repay the school? I don't think um, during the time you... No, 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 no. You would just have to get your degree. You would just change your major and start paying in-state. I mean, Yeah, if you change your major, you'd pay out-of-state tuition. But if you stay in that major all the way through, then it's just as if you were an in-state student. Yeah, we're really getting into details. I know. We don't need to know this. I'm sorry. Well, y'all might need to know it. I don't know. I don't know. That's that's like splitting so splitting hairs. I mean, it's yeah, like you just need whatever school your child is interested in, then you research it to death, and that's mm-hmm. you figure out how you're going to afford it. Yeah. But I still wouldn't. 
Yeah, I'm I saying d- you I have just, to figure out how you can do whatever. Do you, you do, do the scholarships too, or just somebody else? What do you mean? Do I do them? Help, help us. That's that's an interesting thing. I am able to help a student look for scholarships if they're willing to look. I can't say, oh, here's a fabulous scholarship for you because I can't, I have 70 students I'm taking care of, and I, you know, I just can't give it to one. Now I do announce scholarships. I put them on the web page. I put them in email blast. And all of that. Do those email blasts go to us or just the kids? No, they're the things that come okay. to you every Sunday. Okay. I just yeah. I just if you look, it'll say scholarships. Have you seen it? Yeah, it okay. says scholarships down there. Some of them are good. Some of them aren't so good. Your biggest scholarships are going to come from the schools themselves. Okay. And looking and like she said, researching the school and seeing what scholarships fall. And you know, doing that their, research on that website. In other websites? Probably, we, yeah, they have some. There is a, a website called FastWeb. I think it's fastweb.com. I'm not real sure. But FastWeb is a great, great scholarship thing that you can start when you're 14. Um, and it starts adding up. They, they keep it all in an account till you decide to you know, go off to college. But what it is, now students can't stand this, but it is asking them, when you first sign on and you get your login and password and all that, they start asking you questions, almost like an interview, the student, the questions. And they go, now I promise you, if your student doesn't do this and you get on and do it for them, you're going to be doing it for them for four years. Don't make that mistake. Don't hold their hand. Or you're gonna, I mean, the, my first year, I'm blunt, and I'm, I have a hard time holding my tongue sometimes, but I did on this one. A mama said, I did his applications, and I sent in his scores, and I did his housing, and, I, you know, I got all this ready for him, but I just don't think he's ready for college. And I was like, yes, <laughs> really? I mean, I, it was unbelievable. But if you start off doing, like, let's just use fast web. If you start off and you're like, here, you know, Billy, I'm going to do this for you, and then you're going to do these scholarships, he's like, oh, no, if I wait, you'll do them. You know, I've seen it. It happens. And then you're going to be filling out applications. See ya. Then you're going to be doing all kinds of things. You're going to be doing it all. But anyway, fast web. Interview questions, questions, questions. It takes a while. And then it'll say, you're 60% done. We can send you scholarships at this time, or you can fill out more questions. Fill the rest of them out, because what it's doing is ciphering through the junk, the stuff that you that don't apply to you or that your son or daughter doesn't qualify for. And then they start emailing you possibilities and saying, look into this, look into that. It take, The questions are overwhelming, but on the other end, it takes the amount of pointless scholarships coming to you down tremendously. Okay? So those are, that FastWeb is one of my favorites. The other ones that I like are the ones that come through our school because I know they're legit. You hear about a lot of scholarships that aren't legit. You got to read the fine line. You got to read the asterisks. Okay. Um, question. Yes. So I, I finished my question. You look at uh, when you're applying. You look at the tuition. Uh huh. That's usually I go there first. Uh huh. May be wrong. But I, <laughs> yeah. I look at the, the money price, counts. Yeah. yeah. I look at the price tag. Uh huh. And obviously that's a you know decision factor right but I don't want it to be a deterrent so you know my daughter really has her heart set on you know, these schools, schools I yeah. really want to make that you know happen uh, at least for her to, to go through that process but I, I guess there's a, a point of reality so at what you know at what point do you look at it and say okay this is this is really unrealistic for you know you do your 
the financial part of it. And all I'm going to talk on there is my experience and what I've seen in the past. You don't wait very long. Okay. If it's not a possibility, they need to know it, and they need to know why it's not. There is on every college, and this is the tool I would use, on every college there's a thing called the net price calculator. And it is required by the government to be on hi, to be with every school. And their and and their cost of going to school there, their housing, their books, their fees and all of that. You go on the net price calculator for school XYZ and you plug in your information and you will get what you what they think you will owe. And it is hard cold facts that your child can't just say you just don't want me to go there, or you just don't, you know, whatever. You can, it's black and white proof of the cost that it's going to cost to go there. And then you can pull up into the other school that might be more, you know, and you can show them you have a computer system taking the numbers and doing it, and it's not all you. So to me, they can't argue with that. Um, but I, the one story that haunts me when you asked that it was a young lady that wanted to go to a school, and she was going to go to a school, and her mom just sort of, you know, nonchalantly kept going, I don't think so, I don't, you know, this, that, and then she didn't listen, and mom wouldn't get strong, and I got stuck in the middle, but it, it turned into tears and heartbreak and all of the other. I don't even, I haven't heard from the girl since. I don't know, I know where she went, but I don't know how it turned out, but it was bad because they waited till. March of her senior year to put their foot down, you know, and they're still young, they're still impressionable, they're still influenced by their friends and what their, I mean, sorry, you guys are influenced by your friends and what your friends are doing when it comes to college, it's just the facts. Um, your child is their, your individual child, and you guys have your finances to worry about, and it does not matter what everybody else in the class is doing, and they ultimately figure that out. Um, and to provide them with not saying Sally Joe's doing this and Billy Bob's doing this and what are we doing? That's too much pressure. Um, let them be freshmen. Or I'm sorry, not you, but right this group right here. Let them be freshmen right now. Let them get, enjoy high school and you know going to homecoming and doing football and 